Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. I'm here with Dr. Michael Craven from Nottingham University, and you gave a talk earlier on, Michael, about quite an interesting digital intervention for people with anxiety. Tell us a little bit about the trial. Yes, that's right. So yeah, I talked about this. Um, it's a, a, a device that's been around quite a while. It's called sort of cranial cranial electrotherapy. It's a, it's, it's a it's a, a low current uh, device. It's a bit like a bit like a tens machine, so quite, which is often used and you buy over the shelf for, for pain relief. And in, indeed, this this device has been used in that area but there's increased interest in using electrotherapy it's very you know it's local it's just a battery powered device that you carry around with you um, and you and you would use it for about say 20 20 plus minutes a day uh, while you're in therapy with it and the idea is, is yeah you, you'd use this device and it would give you it would it would relieve the symptoms of uh, of anxiety or depression so obviously that we need to prove that that was the case so we so um as so i work with um uh, professor richard morris who's based uh, in the institute of mental health as am i uh, and the MindTech team, and uh, I ran a study with, uh, involving, the, involving the company, but it was an independent study in the IAP service, so improving um, access to um, psychological therapies in Leicester City and, uh, and, and Leicestershire. And the idea was that we'd, yeah, we'd, yeah, we'd run a study you know, with, with, with real patients and we'd see whether, whether there was an improvement. So it's a 12-week study, and, and, and the idea was that people on the waiting list for, for, the, for the conventional uh, therapy in C, uh, CBT, or cognitive behavioural therapy, which is used in IAPT um, would have um, potential to, to, to use the Alpha Stim product for, for while they were waiting, and so so they, so so we did that, and we, so we had one arm where the people weren't offered uh, Alpha Stim, the other arm where they were, and uh, and we saw what, what effect they had on their on the two measures that we have in, in IAPT. What one, and I'll, I'll, I'll talk about anxiety because that was the main part of the study. Uh, so there's a there's a scale called GAD7, which is about generalised anxiety disorder and you measure that and what you hope is that the any therapy that you apply will, will reduce you know, reduce that and there is a if you get low enough then you're considered to be recovered and what we found with with, with this Alphastin device was that, uh, that, that uh, a sizable number of people uh, recovered in that 12 week period in fact uh, um, uh, 45% and if we compare that to, to, to CBT alone which is around 55% that's actually quite comparable and actually better than some of the of the recovery rates in some IAP services. Although we're talking about averages here, so so that's quite that was quite promising. Um, um, uh, so yeah, and the big uh, so the one benefit for using Alpha is, is is really it's, it's it's something that the person can use at, at home. You know, it's a few minutes a day, well, 20 minutes plus minutes a day, and the results from it are pretty good you don't you don't need to you don't need to, um, and there's a good chance of recovering and so, so that's the that's really where we are uh, with it at the moment so do you think you, you say you used it for people who are on a waiting list for talking treatments do you think that's the uh, the kind of model that this could be rolled out under or do you think it's more something that could be used in addition to talking treatments Yes, and I, th- uh, that, well, that, I mean that's a good question because, I, uh, I, in fact, in reality, p- because people were waiting, and even some of the people that were using the Alphastim uh, uh, product, were, were, um, uh, you know, they, they were offered CBT during the twelve weeks and took it. So, and I think it's sort of uh, it, it, there's a big patient preference, uh, you know, question here, and some people may not, may not like CBT. I think that's well known. Maybe they'd prefer something like that's. Uh, 
that's you know, not a talking therapy. So I think that's a, that's, a, that's an interesting question. Um, so I think that you know, I, yeah, I think we need to listen to what patients want as well as with a, giving them informed choice about what's available and when. And we know that not everybody is given access. We can't give, is given access to CBT now. So if this is something that could be given in the interim. Um, and if you know, with the potential that you might actually recover, then I think that's, that's something that should be explored further. And what about the cost of this in comparison to other yeah. treatments? Presumably, this is quite a cheap intervention. Yeah. So yeah. So the it's, it's a device. A bit like I mean, I, I, you have a blood pressure monitor that to take home. That's quite common now. Twenty-four hour blood pressure monitor. You know, that would be. You know, the cost of the device is split amongst all the people. All the, all the people that get that to take home so it's a little bit similar so you sort of have to think okay the cost of the device is so much then you split up the split it up into the yeah you work out what's called the utilization and and then and then you maybe account for things like losses and um and obviously no device lasts forever so you think about what the lifetime of that device is you've got a little bit of setup cleaning you know if once that's all factored in we, we, we estimated around 70 pounds 70 pounds for patients which compares very, you know, very, very favourably with with a with a course of CBT. Mm-hmm.